Trader, Trade Trader, Cobb Crypto Podcast. This is the Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Hi, my name is Mike Goldman. Welcome to On the Mic. Mike Goldman live here with Trader Cobb, Craig Cobb from the Trader Cobb Crypto Show. Hello, mates. How are you? Welcome back. Thank you for having me. We had such a great time last time. Mm. Thousands of views on the intranet. Everyone loved the show. And a lot of people saying that they just liked the fact that we told them like it was and, and explained it really simply mm. in layman's terms about what Bitcoin was and, and how, how the markets are going and, and how to actually get into it and trade. Yeah. Well, so thank you. No, thank you for having me. And, you know, at the end of the day, it's about understanding. And if you're talking in a way that nobody can understand, mm. it's not much good for anybody. So I've dabbled a little bit, thrown a little bit of money in crypto world. And I'm panicking. What's going on this week? Where's all the money? Well, it's Bitcoin's taking a dive. Mm. And there's a lot of reasons that people are floating around for that. Um, main reason, the obvious one, is that people are selling. So the price comes down. That'll do it. But there's a exchange called Mt. Gox that was hacked years ago. They ended up going bankrupt. And the word is that there's this dude who's got all the Bitcoins from it yeah. um, when they did go bankrupt. And he's paying off all their creditors and he's doing massive sales of Bitcoin. And that's why it's crashing. Is this true? I don't know because I'm not best mates with the fellow. Mm. However, I mean, look, the, the interesting thing about crypto is that... Um, for some reason, there's lots of, you know, conspiracy theories. Mm. Uh, I think it's kind of born from conspiracy. It's very susceptible to conspiracy theories because of the young nature of the market. Uh, whether he is or he isn't, I, I really don't care. Uh. It doesn't matter. I mean, look, at, at the end of the day, markets go up and down. There are buyers and there are sellers. And when you're trading or investing, you've got one of two choices. You can buy or you can sell. Mm. And more people right now are choosing to sell. Now, if one person's got 100,000 Bitcoins or whatever the number is, and they decide they wish to sell them, then it's a bit, a bit crappy that they go and mm. you know, dump it on the, on, on the exchanges, on the live market, because there's these things called over-the-counter where you can actually do large trades without mm. having to make the market you know, effectively drop like, mm. it, like it is. And um, you know, there's, there's a lot of uh, information out there that, that whether it's accurate or not, it's out there. Mm. And, you know, we've heard the saying, for those of you who are new to crypto, there's this saying, hodl. Hodl. Hold. Hold your coins. Basically, he got drunk and couldn't spell hold right and hodl came out and it's kind of like... Hodl. Yeah. Hodl your coins. The crazy thing about it is, though, is that people say, oh, I, I will hodl, I will hodl, I will hodl, hodl, hodl. It sounds like a character from Lord of the Rings. It does, or an Oompa Loompa. Hmm. A hoddled. Is there a character called Hoddle or Hod? Oh, hot. Hodor. 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 That's right. Yeah. yeah. Is that Lord of the Rings or is that? No, that's Game of Harry Thrones. Harry Potter. Oh, Game of Thrones. Mm. <laughs> wow. One of those. Wow. You are really mystery. Weird. Do you watch Game of Thrones? Mm, I, I I ignored it for a very very long time. Mm. I said I like things that are real and dragons aren't real. Mm. Um, neither are three eyed crows. You know, I kind of. Like Game of Thrones at the start when I felt like I was watching an old, old medieval movie. And, and then it sort of got into this mystical shit and they had all these guys on the other side of the wall, like blue men with flaming swords and that's where it lost it for me. Welcome to the Game of Thrones show. I don't like it anymore. <laughs> hey, welcome back. If you're a Game of Thrones fan, you've come to the right place. No, we're talking cryptocurrency with Trader Cobb. So Craig back to, Cobb. Back to HODL. We went to HODOR. We went to Hold the Door. We went to 
whatever that show was called. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones. So they say, hodl, 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 hodl. We're going to hodl. Oh, I just hodl, 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 hodl. But then, you know, it's like, well, you don't, because if you did, the market wouldn't be falling like this. Hmm. So I think that people's um, perception of what they're going to do and what they say they're going to do and what they actually do, their actions are very different to their words. Hmm. Uh, and I think it's because there's this perception around, it's almost frowned upon to exit a token. You know, for a lot of people... How dare like, you exit my token? Exactly. I'm frowning upon you. That's, it's, it's very strange like that. Is, whereas, you know, I'm all for people taking profits because oh, I'm going to do that. I do do that. Mm. Um, yeah, it's an emotional marketplace. It's very immature. I mean, look, he, here's something that, that will give you an understanding of how immature this market is. Mm-hmm. Uh, last time, I think I might have made reference to the ridiculousness of this market about people talking about the moon Lambo and all this sort of crap. Yeah, like yeah. There's blokes out there saying, I'm going to buy castles and Lamborghinis. Well, and it goes up by 200 bucks. They're like, yay, I'm a $200 air. It, it, gets, it gets better. Hmm. It gets better. Oh, I can't believe I'm going to say this. But one of the biggest influencers in this space at the moment from an investor. John McAfee? View, no. No. Don't speak his name. <laughs> uh, I'm not going to speak this person's yeah. name either, but he's got a song out. A song? Mm. He's made a movie clip, a video clip, yeah. and it's called Moon Lambo. He, mm. That song is a brunt of all my jokes about how immature this market is. He is right now one of the biggest influencers in this space, and he's gone and done that. And done I a mean, song what Moon a- Lambo. Oh. That's a great way to promote it. What are you talking about? Oh, yes. all, the, all the kids out there, they go, I want to fly to the moon and have a Lambo as well. That's why I need to buy some Bitcoin. That's why the, the flying Lambos landing on the moon, it's the reality. So they're saying. So basically. And buying castles. What a freak. But there are a lot of, lot of dirtbags out there that are, are, you know, are, are carrying on and being it's silly. It's just immature, man. It's, just, it's an immature market. With that comes opportunity. Like you, you look at all this stuff on Twitter and Facebook and, you know, Lambo sites and all this sort of stuff. And there's, there's all this rubbish, a lot mm. of crap out there. Yeah. I've been going to events and speaking to very smart people, mm. uh, seeing them pitch their ICOs and looking at the people that are actually heavily involved within the blockchain space. So, we, you know, we, we talk about Bitcoin. Bitcoin Schmidtcoin, you know, like there's a lot more in this space. Than That'd just be a good Bitcoin. name for a show. Bitcoin Schmidtcoin. Well, there you go. Why, why do you call it the, the Trader Cobb Bitcoin podcast? Schmidt-coin. You just call it Bitcoin Schmidtcoin. Because I like the Trader Cobb crypto podcast. Bitcoin Schmidtcoin. Um, okay, so then what? Yeah, and so these people I'm speaking to, they're, they're extraordinarily intelligent people that have had amazing success from traditional business mm. that are moving into this space and truly committing to it. Mm. So, again, if, if you look at what it is and what's going on, um, one of the things that isn't talked about quite so much is the amazing amount of brains that are being sucked out of Silicon Valley. Yeah. So we've never and seen, they're all getting into crypto. Yeah, they're cool. getting into blockchain. So we've never seen uh, such a demand for brains into one particular mm. em- emerging industry mm. uh, as, we di- as we are in blockchain right now. No, never have we seen it since the internet, the dot-com boom so mm. a couple of things to consider mm. one is the market is immature it'll fluctuate yep okay it'll fine. go up and down that's right don't panic and sell out all your money because you'll only be upset when it goes back up and it's going to go back up let's hope so i'm sure i'm, I'm sure that a lot of projects are going to recover very very well absolutely there's no doubt the, the, the technology is not going anywhere mm. okay the technology is not going anywhere but the, the really interesting thing is you know the space is bringing such a huge amount of brain into it mm. people then there's the articles more negative articles that come out but bitcoin and cryptocurrency will wreck the world because of the 
the electricity that needs to be used to maintain the network. And yeah, mm. if we don't move in the right direction, if we don't pivot, if we continue on this path, yes, it will wreck mm. the world. So will oil and gas. Yeah. But so, why don't we talk about that? Have you um, have you seen that ICO they launched? Uh, it was like a solar-powered truck or what are they called the uh, shipping containers mm. and and they also sit it next to uh, a big field of, of solar panels and they have all the ant miners inside there and basically like solar powered mining blockchain Ooh. system have you seen that no i have not yeah it's pretty amazing actually because i mean that that's going to stop the problem of you know being burning up too much electricity yeah. so they've, what sense. they've done is they've they've stuck these shipping containers full of uh, ant miners that that run the blockchain and they, they just plug it into a massive field of solar panels. And they, were, they did an um, ICO launch a while back. I'm not sure which one it is, but uh, you might have seen it around there. I was sure you would have known about that, but no, I guess that's, that's probably going to be the answer. And, and cloud mining as well, rather than mining with, with, with one of those computers. What the hell is cloud mining? Yes, well, that's not my level of expertise. No, it's a little bit too complicated for me as well. But what I can tell you is this. Mm. You put the best brains in the world into... Uh, an industry and say let's make this industry work uh they'll be driven by money as mm. one uh the brains are young these are the new silicon valley brains these are the these are the, the young yeah. smarts of it the ma- world it makes right? me wonder where it's all going to go with the blockchain technology like like what are they going to evolve it to well, where we're at now are we at thing. the vhs and we're nowhere near the blu-ray i believe we are I, I really believe that there hasn't been enough adoption yet for it to be even you know we, we haven't even reached puberty let alone adulthood. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, the, the, the conversation around the, the issues with the electricity, cryptocurrency people, blockchain people, young people, people that want to change the world, people who want a positive impact. Mm. Yes, there are bad people out there. But you get the smartest brains in the world who are compassionate, who want to solve problems, who, who understand because they're not idiots that if we continue to burn fossil fuels and go down the path we are, our world will be gone. Mm. In our generation, like in, in their, like a couple of kids down mm. the line, mm. it's all over, Red Rover. Well, you yeah. put those, all, all those people into something called blockchain and you go, right, we've got a few issues. Can we fix it? Mm. Do I have faith that the best and smartest brains in the world with the right objectives and like the right headspace are going to fix it? I've got no issue at all with that at all. No, no, we're young. We're young. We've got a long way to go, but we've got the right people on our side. Mm. I think we're going to see... It, I'm, I'm not worried at all. The market's falling right now. Uh, I've never been more excited mm. because I'm, I'm looking beyond the day-to-day fluctuation in prices. Mm. I'm a trader. Don't get me wrong. I make money when the market goes up or down. I just got to get trends. I mm. trade trends, right? So mm. it's not really been trending that well lately. So I haven't been trading that much, which has given me time to look into other areas. Mm. Now that we're having a decent fall, I'll be back in looking for shorting opportunities mm. to, to make money as the market falls so I can hedge my portfolio mm. at the same time. But... There's so much good stuff coming to this. Are there more good people involved than bad people? Because you're talking about, you know, these people who are launching these ICOs and their heart's in the right place and they want to save the planet. How do you realize the people who are bad from the people who are good? The the Yodas and the Darth Vaders, how do you separate them? Oh, yeah, sometimes it's pretty hard to uh, spot a wolf in sheep's clothing. Mm. Um, Especially if you've got like a mate who says... Hey, you got to invest in this cryptocurrency. This is amazing. It's going to do brilliant things. I mean, what do you look for, and how do you figure out that, whether or not it's a load of crap? Yeah, yeah. I mean, same same three things we said last time. I and mean, you need to have a good team, mm. a team that has connections that's going to help that product. So you know, if if they're a um, a farming a farmer or a grain producer, and they're putting 
uh, a system around the you know the facilitation of buying and selling grain and, and the transport modes around that for, mm. for as an example for an mm. asset that's coming out shortly um but they're they're not farmers you know they are from i don't know banking well they're going to have some connections there but you need to have people who are going to help within that project mm. so you need to have a good team that are connected you need to have a good product that's actually going to have a reason for mm. existing mm. and then you need to have a, 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 a utility token so the token's got to be linked back to an actual use case mm. if you haven't got those three things if, if you're missing any of those three things and that's kind mm. of a red flag and unless there's some re- other reason why it would go i mean mm. we see a lot of tokens that pump and then mm. dump mm. You know. Are you still big on Horizon State? And uh, there was another one in Melbourne as well, Power Ledger. Power, yeah, absolutely. Uh, these are two projects that um, are using the blockchain uh, for, for good. They're great business models, um, great teams, good execution thus far. Um, the progress they're making is phenomenal. And again, it's one of these things where the price does not reflect the, the progress that's been made. And mm. that's because it's a very young, irrational and emotional marketplace. There's no reason to sell a great project. Mm. Why do people sell? Because everything falls. You so you're saying it's, it's not a good price at the moment? It's like too expensive or it's too cheap? Undervalued. Undervalued, yeah. I right. truly believe it's undervalued. I think both of those projects, mm. if, look, if they can pull off their their uh, their objectives, their, mm. their vision, um, and I'm, I, I, you know, I've spent a bit of time with Jamie Skeller of Horizon State and mm. I just... By spending time with a guy, mm. I have got a lot of faith in that man and his team. How do you know if something's undervalued or overvalued? Yeah, that's a really good, a really good question. Uh, the best way to work that out, I mean, people, the way that the market does it at the moment is it looks where it's been. Oh, it could go all the way back to there. Mm. But that, that's not the right way to do it. Uh, having a bit of an understanding, it's a little bit more tricky than what it is in traditional markets, i.e. what's the revenue, what's the debt, what's the forecast, what's the contracts that are coming. Uh, but watching how they are progressing... Uh, understanding where they are now to where they were at ICO uh, is a really, really good thing to do to work out are they actually making progress and then looking at their market. Okay, so how it's usually in the white paper. You can see how they're going to use their token mm. and this is the best way to do it. You know, for example, with Horizon State, the token um, is required for countries, companies, uh, jurisdictions, whatever it is to vote, you need to have a certain amount of those tokens to work. Mm. So if we th- if, if we look at the white paper and go, okay, well, then they're looking to attack X, Y, Z um, areas to start off in phase one or what, however they present it, as an example, uh, and it requires X amount of tokens for them to do that. Mm. Well, then if they were to execute that plan and that vision and get those tokens into uh, into the hands of those, you know, that state or that country or whatever it may be for the voting... Well, then what's the company going to... Well, what's that token going to be worth? Because how many are actually available mm. to be used? Yeah. It's not the easiest thing to do to work out what's undervalued and overvalued. But again, I'll say it, you know, what's good, it's worth mm. having that's easy. Yeah. And, and uh, something that really stuck with me last time we spoke is if there's a coin being launched... Does it need to be a token? Does it need to be a coin? Does, does it have some sort of association with the blockchain where it's going to work? Or is it just someone trying to get a stack load of money together for a new business that they're launching? I think that's something that yeah. you've got to look out for. Absolutely. That's the, mm. the straight money grab. If the, utility, if the token has got no utility, mm. i.e. Mm. You know, the outcome, there's no need for mm. it. It's just a straight money grab. It's just a, like the business might be brilliant. Mm. But what you've got to understand and the reason we've got to have a utility, a reason for that to actually exist mm. is because when you're buying tokens, you're not buying equity. Mm. When you're not buy, buying equity in the company. No. And, and you, don't, you don't get any, any payoffs every now and again when the company does well. Oh, you, you can. It depends on how they do it with proof of stake and whatnot, but you can get some way of a dividend depending on how they structure that and set it up. There, mm. there can be that. Um, however, if... 
Yeah, because you're not buying equity in in that company. The company might be a bloody great company. Mm. It might be making a lot of money. But you're not going to get any of it. You only yeah. get it on the speculative volume and sorry, mm. the speculative value of the token. So you've mm. got to have a reason for the successful outcome of this entity mm. to be linked back to the successful outcome of your token. Well, this might sound ridiculous, but I think that there should be laws to stop people setting up a company and just raising funds with a token when it has nothing to do with the blockchain. I agree. Good. I'm glad we sorted that out. Can I go now? <laughs> <laughs> yes, you could leave. Um, but yeah, well, okay. Well, let's let's move on and talk about something uh, completely different or well, sort of. Um, Trading stocks as opposed to trading cryptocurrency, positives and negatives. Um, well, trading there's there's neither positives or negatives when it comes to trading. Mm. Uh, trading to me, the way I trade, I, I can only speak in my experience. Of course, you know, there's more than one way to skin a cat, as they say. Sorry, because you were in the stock market for a long time. Yeah, I traded foreign exchange, gold, commodities, stocks. I traded heaps. Yeah, and you got but, out of there, and now you're in crypto land. I am. This is where I live now. Uh, mm. But yeah, it's. Depending on how you trade, for me, I read charts. Mm. Right? So a chart is human psychology mapped out in a visual sense. That's what it is. Really? It's, it shows patterns. Why? Because humans do certain things. We have patterns. It shows cycles. Um, you know, Jesse Livermore, who wrote Reminiscence of a Stock Operator back in 1916 or 1912 or whatever it was, you know, a long time ago, back when it was really easy, much easier than now to manipulate a market. You know, people go, well, if everybody was doing the same thing, wouldn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's enough people trading at the moment that, mm. you know, we can't, we can't do it if we tried. He said, markets, oh, sorry, um, patterns will exist forever, all right, because human nature doesn't change. So whatever human nature doesn't change, the markets will represent patterns because we have patterns in, mm. our, in the way that we live our lives and, and, and the things that we do. So it is literally psychology and emotion. Sometimes people are happy. Sometimes they're sad. Sometimes they panic. Sometimes, sometimes they're very, they're very irrational, irrational. And things like Bitcoin go from $1,000 to $20,000 far mm. too quickly. And everyone cries when it goes back to $8,000. Mm. It's what, an understanding of what goes on. in We're cycles. talking about what? How do you find out what something's worth? What do you think Bitcoin is worth? Oh, look, I, it's, it's much more difficult with Bitcoin because Bitcoin's worth what we believe it to be worth. Yeah, it's a store of wealth. If we it's not tied to any business. If everybody wants it, then it's worth as much as everybody's willing to pay for it. Mm. If nobody wants it, it's worth nothing. Just the same as currency mm. right now. Mm. If the US dollar, if nobody wants it, which increasingly that's occurring, um, it's not worth what, it's, what, the, what we say it's worth. Mm. Same with any currency. It so will Bitcoin difference. eventually just disappear and something else will come along that's actually tied to a business um bitcoin bitcoin is a method of transacting really that's that's mm. what it was first there for mm. um the lightning network has been out rolled out quite successfully the fees are very very small the speed is very very fast yeah so i don't understand that there's a lot of negativity out mm. there at the moment but like i say it's irrational uh, there's a lot of good stuff out there too like russia's now lifted the ban russia has legalized trading cryptocurrency as of july is what yeah I and read. They, they went a little Why bit further than that as well they're giving um free power because we were talking about power before and how you know that's one of the, the main mining. the yep. main problems for mining but uh vladimir putin has, has said you can set up next to our nuclear reactors because that's as much free power as you want going forever and ever you want to go to russia yeah, let's go to Russia and drink some vodka. Oh, I don't think I can drink any more right. of that. Um, so if you're someone who's playing the stock market and you're just sort of dipping your toe in the water with crypto, um, how would you suggest that they go about it? Oh, look, the easiest way to make the, comp the conversion across, if you know what you're doing in, in stocks, or even if you don't, 
um, you've got to get you got to learn a lot, all right? Now, there's a lot of unscrupulous operators out there. The best thing to do is, is spend a bit of money on your education. I find somebody who you can trust. That's what I do. Um, my website's got everything there. It's just tradercob.com. Mm-hmm. But if, you don't, if what I say doesn't suit you, hey, don't, don't worry about it. Go somewhere else. But you've got to find somebody to work with here because, and you want to start small. Mm. Okay, because now, I mean, you've been through this, Mike, where you know, your first transaction when you're sending it to your wallet and your private key and you go, yeah. ah! you, you freak out. Am I going to lose my money? Is it really still going to be there? You do until you get used to it. And then you can send, you know, chunks all over the place. You're cool. You know what's going on mm. until you're comfortable. The same approach to if, if you're trading or investing in stocks, when you first did that, you're probably a little bit, <gasps> and you might have called up the telephone and spoken to, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy Two yeah, Socks. Stockbroker, yeah. Stockbroker and away you go and have a chat about that. But, um, because that's this what we're like. Change. We just need someone there on standby that we can ring up and abuse if it all turns to shit. Yes. <laughs> or yes. someone to this just is sort you of in this guide place. it. It's like the, the banks, you know. You, oh, where's my money? You want, to, you want to ring up someone from the Commonwealth Bank in China and speak to them about your problems or, or whatever, they, wherever they, those big Probably minefields call, call, of... Calling the phone in Australia. And call centres. Oh, that's such a pain <laughs> in the ass. Uh, okay, cool. So, so just be careful. Be careful. Do your research. Mm. And, and by the way, we, we should have said this at the start, but none of this is investment advice. Don't take our word as gospel. You need to do your own research. And I think that's the, the most important thing. Yeah. So you sit there and read charts all day, being a, a crypto guru. What the fuck mm. is a candle? I don't understand. <laughs> like green's going up and, and red's going down. Yeah. I mean, a candlestick is something that is a representation of price and time. So, for example, the, what you said, a green candle means mm. that the, the price opened lower and closed higher. So, price mm. closed higher than where it opened. That is oh. a representation of a green candlestick. Of course, you can change the color. But they're going green and red every few hours, though. Yeah, so it's plotting. It's, it's, it, that candlestick is a representation of the war that is going on between buyers and sellers. Every day there's a tug of war. Every second there's a tug of war between buyers and sellers. Now, if the buyers win that period of time, if that candlestick is a 15-minute candlestick, for example, and it closes green, that tells me where the price has been at its lowest point, where the price has been at its highest point, where it opened and where it closed. And if it closes green, it tells me that the buyers won that candle. What do you mean by closes green? Well, here's one candle, 15-minute hmm. time frame ends, here's another one. Oh, and then there's an oh, okay, so they're done in 15-minute increments, are they? Well, yeah, amongst, you know, one hour, two hour, four hour, eight hour, 12 hour, 16 oh, okay. hour, 24 hour, weekly. What you said it out, yeah. Exactly. So right. the, when I talk about trading and the way I teach with my trading is it's like a language. Hmm. You know, you want to learn that language? Well, it's, you know, you, you want to actually immerse yourself in that content, learn that language, get someone who can teach you that language. Hmm. Things will make sense. And the more you, you do it, the more you'll be able to communicate it. Mm. The markets talk to me because I spend a lot of time learning that language. A candlestick can tell me a huge amount of information because I've learned to listen to it. Then you apply those candlesticks side by side and throw in a couple of bits and pieces on your charts. Not a lot because I keep my charts really clean. I keep it simple, trader. Mm. Mm. I've got three indicators. That's it. MACD, uh, moving average 10 and 20 period. That's it. Now, if anyone's not a trader, that won't make any sense. But no, if you no, are, I don't know what Ellie's talking about. If you are a trader, that yeah. will make sense. Basically, my charts are not a mess. They're very, very clean. Mm. I keep everything simple. I keep everything structured. And I have a routine for absolutely everything. Mm. Let's talk about emotion, fear, and greed in the stock market and also in the blockchain. 
people get on these chat groups and they go, oh my God, look at this bad news. This report just come out in the States about some sort of new law that's about to happen and half the time it's not even true. And, and people will be selling millions collectively mm. and sending the price down. Like, uh, and, and then the, the other side of the token is like people getting so greedy and when it's going up and up and up and they're yeah. throwing in their money as well. It's a bit silly yeah. and immature like we were talking before, I guess. Yeah, it's. I mean, that's exactly what it is, Mike. Mm. It's it's a, it's an immature market. You got to remember though that, I mean, if we do a comparison, um, just purely on uh, you know market cap, mm. the entire crypto market is, I think, probably depending on how far we've come now, maybe four. It's, I think it's around four hundred billion total mm. market cap for all the businesses in that industry. But wasn't it like seven hundred billion at one stage when it was up to? to 20 grand we're heading to a trillion yeah we're heading to a trillion dollar market a trillion wow Mm, we pull back how big is it gonna get how long is a piece of string you don't know no i thought you knew everything trader cobb i thought you were the (laughs) oracle of bitcoin they don't call me google the crypto oracle there's another name for your show the crypto Oracle. probably that team already so who have you had as guests on your uh, on your podcast at the moment it's a daily podcast me just rambling about the markets Mm -hmm. Uh, i've had you uh, and I've got a few lined up. Uh, I've got uh, I've got a lady over in the, in New York who's a podcast guru. She's lined up guests for me. I got a few friends that are interesting people in different walks of life, both you know, with TV, movie, radio. Um, some people that you're aware of, some people that you're not. I've got other people, obviously, in the crypto space that I've got coming on. Um, we've just started out the last couple of weeks, so it's a, it's a daily rant with when I've got time to get my guests in, I get my guests in. It's it's not such a full-on... like it, If you don't know what crypto is, you can still listen to it and still have a bit of a laugh about it. You can understand what's going on to a certain extent. And you know what? It's probably a good spot if you're totally new to it and you're like, look, I don't really want to get into it yet, but I'd like to start to feed my brain some information. Really good spot to start. Usually my morning rants are about 10 minutes long. You can get in, you can listen, do your walk on the bus, on the train, whatever. And the morning rant. It's a morning... What did you morning rant, rant about this morning? This morning I ranted, what was it? I think it was about the emotion in the market. Uh, the hodl thing, yeah? Mm. About the fact that people say one thing and act another way. Um, it, yeah, it's. It, I just check out what's going on each day and just tell it how it is. I give a little market update. Obviously, you can't see anything on a podcast, but I just sort of talk about the market and then whatever the, the most recent bit of news is. A lot of it, there's an underlying message mm. uh, about how to manage your emotions or or what to what to avoid doing. Um, don't a lot panic, of sell. Don't panic, sell. Don't overtrade. Don't lose your marbles. Just be cool. Know what you're doing. Have a purpose and execute. Mm. And and sometimes I think it's good, especially if the market's crashing. Just don't look at it. Oh, because you know it's going to come back. If you sit there and you're staring at red lines, it's going down, down, down. Your money's going down. It's not going to go to zero. And it's not going to help. Yeah. No matter what happens, it's, you've got to plan your trade and trade your plan. And if you don't have a plan, then you whatever you're going to get. You, you know, you, your make is coming. You know, if you don't know what you're doing, if you don't have a plan, if you don't have education and understanding, and you get swiped and kicked and beaten, well, that happens in every other business too. If you don't know what you're doing, you need to learn to know what you're doing mm. pretty damn quickly, otherwise you will be exposed. Fear and, fear and greed, two emotions that you need to eliminate from your trading and investing. And if you don't, you'll make bad decisions. Think about it, when, when have you ever, I'm asking you, Mike, me? When have you ever made a good decision when yeah. you were absolutely scared shitless mm. or, you know, very, very greedy? Like, oh, I'm making so much money. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Or you're freaked out. When have you made a good decision in that mindset? Uh, never. There you go. Yeah. So it makes complete sense. 
So you got to find that middle ground. You sort of got to look at how you're acting and and sort of figure out why you're acting that way, and then you won't make those mistakes. Self analysis and is plan, hard, but it's very important. If you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Boom. Mm, cool, man. Mm. That's good. So if people want to download your show, they can go to iTunes. They can go to iTunes. They can go to all of them now. I, I, mm. I don't know. I'm at like eight or nine channels or something like that. You know, across all the big ones. But iTunes, I think, seventy percent of the cool. <clears throat> So they can go to iTunes. They can go to my website. Mm. All my podcasts. All my free content. Everything's there. Tradecob.com. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. I mean, I'm pretty much a social butterfly these mm. days across nah. the platforms. Yeah. <laughs> you can, if you want to find me, you'll find me. <laughs> He's the crypto socialite. I am. That's another name for a show. Oh, the crypto socialite. Hey, so what is on these uh, the, the training videos that you have? You have a lot of free content on tradercob.com. But what, what is all the other stuff if people you know, hire you to, to actually teach them and show them the ropes? Yeah, so How does that work? It, it, look, it's, it's all online content. Mm. So that basically, what I've done is I've created a resource that teaches people to do what I do. Mm. Uh, my, tra- my trading strategies are literal checklists that mm. you can tick off. So nice and easy to understand. And I teach each individual element within that strategy throughout the courses. So it's a, you're not learning for learning's sake. I focus on what you need to know and that's it. They are offered online in a membership. So you've got you know, each, each chapter of each membership. You pay for that, you get an access, and you've got that for life. And the purpose behind doing that and rather than a classroom environment is in a classroom environment, I've done this before for the last 10 years, I've been educating and teaching around that trading subject. People come into a classroom and they have a great time and they high five and they do all this cool stuff and yay. But they walk out of it with a lot of their questions not answered because not everyone's got the confidence to put their hand up and say, hey, mm. what about this? Or can you say that again? An online recorded content program allows you to go back and revisit that as many times as you like. Yeah. The other thing is if you read a good motivational book or inspirational book or whatever books you read, you might read it a second time and pick up things a second time through as you've developed more than the first time through. So it's an ongoing process that you can continue to learn. I do live scans each day. I do videos each day. I'm a content machine. You're a content machine. I've got Slack groups that people go in and they chat. We talk trading. I help them with that. Look, if you want to learn to trade, genuinely, if you want to learn to trade crypto, I can get you there. He can do it. Trade a cob. You're the man. Hey, uh, we're going to wrap it up, but is there anything else that we should talk about right now, do you think? Anything else in the markets? Any, any new tokens or ICOs that are coming out that are interesting we need to look at other than Horizon State, Power Ledger that we mentioned before? Uh, there, was, there was two that I was very impressed by uh, yesterday in Sydney. One is called Shivom, S-H-I-V-O-M. Mm. Uh, and this is not investment advice, obviously. I'm just go and have a read up on this. It's a very interesting project, so check that out. And Bank Aorus. Sounds like Bankosaurus, but it's not. Bankorus. Bankorus. What, what are they doing? Uh, private banking in China and uh, a lot of very interesting things. A phenomenal team, a very, very uh, switched on mm. young man is uh, the CEO of that company with some amazing minds behind him. Uh, he is a, a, a genius, I would mm. suggest. Uh, and, uh, and, and, you know, not in the Asperger's type genius way. He's very well um, presented. He, he can speak very eloquently and, and yeah, breaks things down very well. So that, I was very, imp- I'm not saying I'm investing, not saying you should invest. I'm saying that these are two projects mm. and I was very impressed by their presentations. Mm. Um, and I'll keep you updated as, I, as and when I find more. Cool, dude. Um, I, I heard some news today that uh, the Singaporean government have allocated some funds to create their own coin, the Singapore dollar on, mm. on the blockchain. That's great because they put, they put some staff in there and they've set up an office just so that they can explore the technology and the possibility of doing it. Yeah, well, I mean, 
it's it makes sense doesn't it i mean that's at the end of the day it's you know it's a really really good thing for the planet if we mm. can all just agree upon something yeah uh, at the moment, we're still seeing a lot of to and fro from traditional markets, some traditional business practices. You know, if you've been sitting at the top of the chain for a long time, you don't mm. really want to give up your seat, do you? It's no. pretty comfortable at the top. Everyone's below you. It's okay. Mm. I don't want to change. What's all this coming up? No, 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 no. Let's not do that. Mm. So, look, it's, it's because it's so new in this space. Mm. It's, um, it's really exciting. Mm. You just got to keep your wits. And Venezuela, that's interesting. Their dollar's not worth anything, and and now they've made petrobac dollar. They've, they've made their own dollar. Yeah, that, that's their own. That's that's a experiment. Crypto dollar. It's it's definitely not got the credibility that um, someone like the, the I'd love to see the Swiss do it. Is that launched um, yet? I don't know if it's launched. I'm not really because there's, there's not really much there in that in that story. For it's me called Petro or something, is it? Yeah, I don't yeah. know even what the name is. But the, yeah. I focus my attention on things that I think will benefit mm. uh, the community and benefit my investment decisions. Mm. So for me to be reading up and learning about a, a you know a Venezuelan Petro mm. back, that's not going to be a real breakthrough for mm. me. I, if it was like Singapore, that's interesting. Um, but see, it's exciting that's, that's when government's actually getting involved. And- yeah, but it's also I mean it's it's. It, <laughs> Venezuela has been absolutely smashed by, you know, hyperinflation. Mm. It's not born. It's born out of necessity. Mm. It's born out of uh, fear. Yeah. There's that emotion again. It's, it's not born out of, let's try and do something really, really revolutionary. Help the world, and yeah. let's do something very good for our people. It's, holy Jesus, our money's not worth anything. We've got to do something. Ah! But that, that's going to essentially do something good for their people because the people in that country will be able to work for that. Well, Todd, just, coin just because it's on the blockchain, just because it's a cryptocurrency, doesn't mean it's going to be good. Yeah. If the same assholes are putting it together, mm. who's going to, you know, <laughs> you know need, bad, bad people are bad people. Need to change some people in the government, that's for sure. Possibly. I don't want to get a bullet, mate. No, we don't want to get too political. <laughs> yes, it's, uh, it's, it's very interesting. There's a lot of interesting stuff going on. Mm, that's why we have you in, Trader Cobb. Woo! Craig Cobb, the crypto podcast. What do you call it again? It's the crate, the crate <laughs> cob. It's the Trader Cobb crypto podcast. The Trader Cobb crypto podcast. Cool, mm. that's good. Yeah, N- not not the Mister Social Crypto like you're working no. on that name. No, the crypto socialite. You don't like? No, no it's not gonna work. No, I, I I try and keep my brand associated with my brand. <laughs> that's good. Okay, you do. on the mic. Nice <laughs> on the mic. And we had him on the mic for all you people who are interested in the blockchain, crypto, Bitcoin. This is the man, and we'll have you regularly on the show to talk about what the hell is going on. I'm down. In the meantime, hodl. Hodl. Thanks, mate. Thank you. Cheers, bud. The Trader Cobb Crypto Podcast. Check out TraderCobb.com because experience matters. 